back to another episode of the Waste Free Katie podcast. I'm Katie, and today I really want to talk about burnout. If you can't tell by my voice, I I am a little bit burned out at this point. Part of it is just from school and personal activities, but part of it is definitely from sustainability and kind of hitting a point in my sustainability journey that I feel like things are not going too well. So let's kind of just jump into it. A little bit of background, I have been trying to reduce my waste for well over a year at this point, um, approaching two years, pretty soonish, kind of. Um, It feels like I just started. I feel like I don't really know what I'm doing still, but it has been over a year. And when I first started my sustainability journey, I really jumped into it full force, dove in, like out of nowhere. I hadn't done a lot previously other than basic recycling and that was about it like I would recycle bottles recycle paper um things like I would you know consciously try to take shorter showers to save a little bit of water but wasn't too good at it which that's a whole nother thing I'm still not too great at but um I would do like the bare minimum basically but I never really understood how deep um unsustainable practices run in our society So I definitely did not do as much as I should have. But basically, I really jumped into it. The first thing I decided to do was start an Instagram page, which is really an interesting choice when you don't know what you're doing and you decide to just like start sharing with the world. But honestly, it worked out pretty well for me because I was really able to learn a lot from other people. And now I kind of have like really good documentation of where I started. So I think that's pretty cool. I can really see how far I've come based on my first few Instagram posts, which were just about how much plastic I had in my life. So I jumped into it. And at the time when I first started my sustainability journey, I was living at home still. Um, I was in high school. So I was just kind of like living with my parents. And I had a lot of access to things like my own bathroom, which was really helpful when you are trying to switch to all bar products. And that sort of thing. Things that I really took for granted at the time. I had no idea what it would be like to live in a dorm room and share a communal bathroom with a hallway full of people. So that definitely makes it a bit more difficult, which is something that you wouldn't know unless you've experienced it. But bar products tend to be difficult to use when you have to like have a shower caddy and you have to figure out how to organize a shower caddy without the typical bottles that are intended to go in them. Um, So I have kind of a different one that is a little bit better for bar products. And you have to figure out how to store your various containers that are, so you try to avoid like, you know, paper bags or like Ziploc disposable bags, like trying to store all of those things in your dorm room is a bit difficult. And then it just becomes kind of a more painful process. I mean, painful, I guess, is the wrong word. But things like normally, I wouldn't really mind using a reusable water bottle and washing it out. But it's a bit more of a pain when you have to walk down the hall and you're in a communal bathroom and you're literally washing your dishes in a bathroom. Like, it's, I hate to sound like I'm just complaining about it. Like, it's not so much complaining as it just starts to become a lot more time consuming to be low waste and to use these reusable items, um, as opposed to doing it inside your own home when you have like a proper kitchen and can kind of put dishes in the sink until you're ready to do them, that sort of thing. It's a little bit different of a situation when you're in a dorm room, which is something I was not expecting. 
So when I did begin my sustainability journey over a year ago, I kind of just jumped into doing as many swaps as I could. Like if I saw a new swap um, that had come out or something that was on sale or something like that, I would just kind of buy it and put it aside so that once I was ready to like move to that product after I had run out of whatever I was using, I like had it on hand, which now I'm learning is not really the best choice. You're a lot better off waiting until you're like about to run out of the product you use so that you're really choosing something that fits for you at the time versus let's say you buy a shampoo bar, but it's like six months before you actually run out of shampoo. By the time you actually need that shampoo bar, maybe you actually would have picked a different scent or a different focus of the shampoo bar, something like that. I don't know. It just kind of is not the best to dive into things and kind of immediately purchase them, but that's what I was doing. So I ended up with a lot of the basic swaps. I have been using shampoo and conditioner bars for quite some time now, which is great. Um, not something I regret, but maybe if I'd realized how much it would be a pain in a dorm room, I probably would have looked into some options in aluminum bottles or something like that instead. Um, there's no refill shop near me, so that's also kind of a bummer. But I kind of jumped into that and I started using like bamboo toothbrushes, which those work just as well in a dorm. It doesn't really matter um, what my toothbrush is made out of, toothpaste taps, that sort of thing. But I kind of dove into everything. And now I'm almost taking a step backwards, I feel, because it's taking a lot more mental energy to use all of my reusables. Like I find that it is so much easier to just go to a coffee shop and get tea in the cup that it comes in versus making my own tea at home. And unfortunately, the places by me do not allow reusables yet with COVID. So it really is just becoming mentally exhausting to use these things. So I'm still trying to um, get myself to use reusables whenever I can. And I, I am for the most part, but it's definitely more of a task. Thing that is really causing me to be burnt out in my sustainability journey is feeling like the changes I make are so small in comparison to the negative things that I'm doing to produce like waste in my everyday life. So an example of that is that, as I mentioned previously, I have switched to using shampoo and conditioner bars. I have no intention of buying a plastic bottle of shampoo or conditioner really ever again. I don't think I'll ever have a reason to. Um, I really like the bars, and if for some reason that doesn't work, I'm going to try a refill shop or try shampoo in an aluminum container or something like that. I don't really see myself ever going back to the normal bottles. So something like that saves a tiny amount of plastic. Like being honest, one bottle of shampoo would probably last me, if it was a big bottle, it would probably last me like months because I have like pretty short hair, um, really easy to take care of. I don't need to wash my hair every single day. I wash like every other day or something. So if I use a tiny bit of shampoo, it's going to last me a very long time, one bottle. So for like that type of a swap, you're only saving one plastic bottle, which is still great. It's still obviously, I think it's worth it. It's still a great swap. If I didn't think it was worth it, I would not have made the swap and I have and I don't plan on going back. So obviously I, I'm happy with my change, but when you put that into perspective, like you're saving 
one plastic bottle maybe per shampoo bar or like maybe it's like two bottles or three bottles per shampoo bar but still that's not a crazy amount of time when you consider how long that bottle would last you as opposed to something like say a container if you're getting like salad and it comes in a plastic container and if you get a salad every single day you are collecting literally every single day a new piece of plastic that you're using like obviously getting that salad in the plastic container every single day is going to have a much greater impact because you're just collecting way more plastic um regardless of whether the shampoo bottle and the plastic container uh, of salad can be recycled or not either way it doesn't matter you're still just using a lot of plastic so basically what i'm trying to say is that things like for example my meal plan which inevitably you're going to use a lot of plastic because you have to eat and the school forces you to buy the meal plan. So you have to use your meal plan or you have to pay a lot of money to pay for yourself to eat off campus. But most college students cannot afford to do that. Um, I know I don't have the money to just like eat off campus every single day and never use the meal plan. But if you're going to use the meal plan, you're going to end up getting some food that is packaged in plastic because that's what's available. And so it's difficult for me to look at the amount of plastic packaged food that I eat every day and say, wow, I am going through, say it's like four containers of plastic per day. But I mean, obviously probably less and it varies what type of plastic and all that stuff. But say I'm using like four pieces of plastic per day when I eat. And then I look at my shower routine and I say what is the point of me not just using a bottle of shampoo it would be easier for me to store because of the whole shower kai situation it would be cheaper for me probably because I don't use any sort of fancy like shampoo or anything I could probably get it cheaper than a shampoo bar and like wouldn't it just be easier so it can just kind of be frustrating for me sometimes to like look at these things that I'm doing and say what is the point of using this product if I'm in this other area of my life just going to continue using plastic and yet I'm not at a point that it's possible for me to give up that other plastic. So although I understand its progress is greater than perfection and all that stuff and it's the tiny things that make a difference sometimes it can just be frustrating and it starts to make you feel burnt out when you have a lot of these little frustrations kind of building up. On a bit of a slightly happier note, I am super excited for next year, or I guess it's not even a full year away, um, but next school year, I am going to be living with some of my friends and we're going to have our own bathroom. So that will definitely make some swaps easier. It's easier to use a lot of sustainable products, reusable hand towels, all of that good stuff when you have your own bathroom versus trying to like bring stuff to use to the communal bathroom like that doesn't really work for anyone so having our own bathroom we also have our own kitchenette so that makes using reusables a lot easier and our meal plan is going to be drastically scaled back so we're going to be cooking a lot of our own food which means it won't have as much plastic we can eat a bit healthier um, and hopefully I'll be able to try out some different vegetarian pescatarian meals and really like see what I can do cooking for myself because so far I haven't needed to do that so that will definitely make it interesting um if you have any recommendations for like 
super easy, healthy pescatarian meals, please like DM them to me on Instagram because I am not a good cook, so I'll need them. Also, just like any general like college cooking ideas for people with limited skills, I would love to hear like any desserts you can make, anything like that. Send them to my DMs on uh, waste.free.kitty on Instagram. I would highly appreciate that. So yeah, basically I'm going to have a little bit more space to work with, with like cooking and the bathroom, like I said, places that I can try out different sustainable swaps. Once I'm a little bit more on my own, independent, I can purchase my own stuff. So that's really cool. And yeah, hopefully it'll kind of give me a little bit of a rejuvenation um, from like this like downhill that I'm kind of going in with my sustainability journey. Um, I'm really excited about that. One of my friends recently, you know who you are, hopefully you're listening to this podcast, um, told me that she really is interested in sustainability and kind of wants to start doing her own sustainable swaps. And I have to say that did give me like a little bit of a breath of fresh air, like, oh my God, someone else to like talk to and like a new person is going to be involved in this. So that kind of gave me a little bit of a burst of energy, but hopefully this will too. And I can kind of jump back into it. I know I've been really slacking with posting on my Instagram and I've just been busy, um, busy and kind of just like I said, burnt out. So even when I'm not busy, it feels like it's too much work to post and that sort of thing. And it should never feel like work because it's really just a fun hobby that I'm trying to do while also helping the environment however I can. So yeah, hopefully I'll start posting more. I obviously am not consistent with these podcasts at all. So I'll try to work on that as well. Some consistency. Um, Yeah, that's about it for now. This was my podcast about burnout. Thank you for listening. If you made it all the way through, I really appreciate that. If you have any ideas for future podcast episodes, please DM them to me on Instagram at waste.free.katie because I'm already struggling like about what to talk about on here. Um, Yeah, so, and I've only made a few episodes, so I would definitely appreciate that. If you have any post ideas at all, like for Instagram, TikTok, anything like that, anything you want to learn about, just let me know. I'm really open to suggestions. Um, Like I said, I've only been trying to be more sustainable for a year. I don't really feel like I know what I'm doing, so always open to advice, comments, anything like that. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a lovely day. Bye.